Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chef's Meal, where we talk about whatever and never and everything else in between. Sean, are you awake this morning, Sean? I am not awake. I am not awake. Can you hear my voice cracking? It's kind of cracking. Yeah, this is uh, prepubescent Casey. (laughs) (laughs) I I got in at uh, 2 a.m. last night, Sean. That is um, ridiculous, my man. It's not too bad, though. I mean, I only had, what, four hours of sleep? It's okay. Yeah. It's fine. Was that like two beats on a Swatch watch? (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. Two beats on a Swatch watch. I can't. I can't even pronounce the th sound. My my mouth is not. Um, my mouth is not allowing it. But anyway, rush hour in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the chefs' meal. My name is Casey. I'm Sean, and we are two chefs going on about our lives, one finished plate at a time. <laughs> we talk about whatever and ever and everything else in between. But Sean, mm-hmm. here's a question for you. Okay. Would you rather? And this is this is a hard. Would you rather? Would you rather? Do the podcast at six thirty in the morning, or at nine a.m. when we're fully awake? Nani? Yeah, it's not gonna happen at nine a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not because I wouldn't want it to, but I just couldn't guarantee that I could uh, give you my complete attention at that time of day every other Tuesday. I got you because it's a uh, it's a it's a weird predicament that you have on Tuesdays, but it's okay. Not not a big deal. So. So seven six six thirty is is a good time. Yeah, six thirty is how it needs to be. Um, yeah, it kind of reminds me of when I went to the gym. I used to get up really really early, and it kind of sets like the pace for the day. Mm-hmm. You know, you you get up, you bang out your workout, you got that endorphin rush, and uh, in many ways, the podcast is like that for me. So uh, I get that, you started. Yeah, yeah, you know you're brain is firing you get that creative uh those creative juices flowing and boom you're you're right but is it is it really firing doshan is Um, it really it's it's sizzling right (laughs) right now (laughs) (laughs) well to to kind of put it into the sizzle today's meal is presented to you by the morning feels and that's not really a sponsor but it's just i call it (laughs) I call it the morning feels because we are early at it, going, going at it, and we are trying to uh, to wake up. Per se, I'm like, I'm not awake. My my right eye is half asleep. Is that like a thing? I, I, like I'm I'm already Asian and it's like shut, you know. <laughs> so it's a weird it's a weird look if you can see me live right now. Uh... <laughs> how how does your face look? Is your face a little more normal than mine? No. Um, I'm <laughs> I am incredibly squinty in the morning, like super squinty. Like, oh my goodness! Barely, my font is like set at 145 percent, so I can see anything. Oh, <laughs> goodness, now, uh, how was your week? My week was all right. My week was all right. <laughs> all right. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad, but. It was, it was all right. We're we're coming around. Got it. Got it. Now we had an all we have an all staff event Sunday, and uh, mm-hmm. just want a quick stab at it. Uh, you went to it. I did. 
Yeah. So how how did that go? It was it was fun. So we um periodically we all kind of get the budget to do like a work outing. Um mm-hmm. and obviously you want to do something that is low impact but um low impact. <laughs> yeah. You, you generally like the company will like say hey, you need to do like a wellness outing. And um, in different parts of our company where they have access to more stores that can kind of um, participate in the same outing, they'll do something like a baseball uh, tournament or a soccer tournament. They've done basketball tournaments, which um, which I participated in and, you know, Ooh, nice, the man. New York, New Jersey area very well, patting myself on the back. Yeah. <laughs> we can get into the story of that one more time, um, another right. time. But what we did is um, we did a bowling outing. And um, the reason why we do bowling is it's open late. It's not weather dependent. And generally, it's low impact enough that everyone can, you know, can participate. So you can say it's for the old people, Sean. It's okay. Just say it. it's, old, it's for the old people. Young, big small drunk <laughs> sober if you're the person with at least one working arm you can participate and then they turn on the lights you're like oh shit yeah oh. as if if anyone have ever been bowling during the weekends uh, i forget, i think it's called like the ultimate package or something when they turn on they turn down lights Neons come on. Yeah, they throw on like the part the blue and yeah, the, the party music. And yeah, <laughs> you know, DJ is working and yeah, it becomes a different experience altogether. This week they didn't do that for us, but I was surprised yeah, that because it was Sunday at 10 p.m., you know. Um and there was a lot of other people there. I just didn't expect that, but I guess it's still summer, um, summer vacation for a lot of folks. And um yeah, but it was a, it was a good time. We had a pretty good good turnout. Most of the people mm. were there. <laughs> Sean's hinting at me. So here's what happened, right? So I was supposed to go, and supposed to was a I was like ninety percent, ninety percent sure that I was gonna go. But so I took a nap around seven p.m. I was like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna take a quick nap. Just I just want a quick power nap. So I'm like fully awake. 7 p.m. turned to 1 in the morning, and I missed the whole show. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, I woke up, I was like, um, I think I'm missing something. It's 1 in the morning right now. Yeah. I think they're done. Everyone knows that, like, I kind of live, I live in, I live in New York, which you can hear in the background. So, mm-hmm. you know, this outing was in Jersey, and they're like, are you going to come? Are you going to come? I'm like, all right, man, I'm going to make. You know, I'm just gonna make a cameo. I'm gonna pop my head in, and, you know, represent. And yeah, I was like, all right, Casey will be there. Surprise, <laughs> I fell asleep, man. My my eyes did not wake. I had two alarms set up, and just it just did not want to go. Well, that was me this morning. Uh, not whatsoever. <laughs> it just did not want to. Oh man, I felt bad. I really wanted to go. At least show up because everybody. I I wrote my name. I had the most flamboyant name on the on the sign up list. Someone wrote my was, name in, like they knew there was a good chance I wasn't going to come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of the list. I'm like yeah. Sean. I'm like it's not even my handwriting, man. <laughs> I wrote um, the Asian persuasion. 
Jermaine Enchilada. That's what I that's what I put in as my name uh, to make sure everyone knew I was coming, and then I did not show up. So it was kind of it, it was sad. Yeah, it was sad. But anyway, coming into coming into the Tuesday feels though. We're getting into shots that Tuesday. <laughs> I'm still gonna make that in there. Okay, it's gonna happen, Sean. All right, I'm gonna figure out how to do the the echoey thing going. But what what do you have for us for for Sean's Tech Tuesday? So I actually have a low tech innovation. Ooh, alrighty. Um, people always assume that like technology is mechanical, right? Because it's usually the Mm -hmm. most readily uh, uh, apparent innovation in our lives my low-tech innovation is something that you and i both use at least five times a week and that is the chef coat hey that is true i have some questions for you okay (laughs) (laughs) chef casey why is this oh yes Yes. Why oh, is the chef? We're going that way. I'm going this way. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the chef coat white? Nani? Uh, I don't know. That, that's I did not know why it's white. Okay. I I just think it's annoying that it's white because it gets dirty so easy. That I is think the, that's the main reason. That is why it's white. <laughs> no, seriously. So yeah, like back in the day when you know they were coming up with the the standards in France mm-hmm. for the chef coat. One of the reasons why they made it white was for cleanliness because yeah. obviously you, you know, you want people to, to be clean and as you know, chef and um, culinary professionals were making their way through the streets. You know, people would see them in their chef whites and like, Oh wow. Some fries, well, that's clean. And it's, it's tidy. That's a place I could mm. trust. Got it. <laughs> you know, at a time in which you couldn't expect people to wash their hands. Oh my goodness. You might be able to trust a dude with a clean shirt. <laughs> it's like a uniform though. That's what it is, right? Yes. Yes. It, so we, the the more the more you're I'm assuming clean and presentable and tidy, the the better that people can kind of perceive that your restaurant is clean and and tidy so i i get it i just think it's annoying that it's white yeah. i just i don't like it see that that's why that's white um can you can you tell me about the chef the chef hat okay so the chef hat is just to keep your face put together and your <laughs> your hair <laughs> and your hair up i think that's what okay. it is i i, you I are, don't know you are correct it is to, you know, uh, restrain your hair and keep it out of people's food. Um, but the chef hat is also called a toque, or it used to be. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what I'm talking about is if you, the listener, will think of, like, the stereotypical chef hat that has, like, the ruffles and it, and it's really, really tall. Um, mm-hmm. They say that there's like a hundred folds in those hats. Like we don't use those hats anymore. And kind of get into that a little bit later in my little segment here. But um, those hats were supposed to have like a hundred folds and they're all supposed to represent like for a master chef, the hundred different ways you can cook an egg. (laughs) (laughs) 
Seriously, that's what it is. Yeah, if I had to wear, I just one thought of those it was hats, so annoying. It would be threefold. It would be yeah. scrambled. <laughs> Make <Mick> money. <laughs> Nani? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm so glad we don't wear it. It's no, so annoying. Yeah, yeah. It would be really annoying. And they're also supposed to represent the height of the hat. It's supposed to represent your your kind of well, your status. Your status, you know. You, what? Yeah. So the the taller the better. Is pretty that what much, it is? Pretty much. Wow. Yeah. That's an ego trip right there. It is there, ego happening. trip. But, you know, they have... It's like, ooh, he has a taller hat than mine. Has a taller hat. How dare you? And even the chef jacket, you know, it's going to have stripes, almost like like military yeah, yeah, de- decoration. Yeah, that one I knew. So the stripes the stripes are earned through various degrees and various uh, time spent in different fields. So you would get badges and stuff that would hang on your lapel. And that's what the lapel is used for. That's the only reason why we have lapels. On a chef's coat is to to show that off, just like in the military where they have lapels also. But for the standard kitchen, we use it as pen markers and and note placement stuff on our on our chest. And yeah. then my last uh, question for you mm. is why are the or what? Well, why were those jackets traditionally made of thick cotton? They're made of thick cotton, so if anything spills on you, you won't get burned right away. There you go. That's my man. Yeah, they, that I knew. They protect from spills. You know, they can, you know, protect you from high heat and mm-hmm. cold temperatures. And uh, most chef coats are bifold with, like, buttons yeah. on both sides so that, you know, you can always be presentable. You know, should you happen yeah. to have, like, a spill on one side and you need to go out and, you know talk to your guest or you know represent the restaurant in any particular function you can just flip it over and you have a clean side it's true that is true i'll my one chef coat's only one fold though the um the denim one mm-hmm. that's only one side yeah but it's not white so it's okay i remember I, we see nowadays it's like we don't even adhere to specifically the white i mean we do as the chefs at the restaurant like our stuff is still mm. white but now it's like made out of like lightweight cotton with mesh yeah. inserts to wick away the heat so the low-tech innovations but stuff that we use every day you don't even really think about it it's yeah i'd rather i'd rather that because it's it's stupid hot in the kitchen yeah, I mean, the, the material our stuff is made out of now is not uh, dissimilar to, like, modern sporting equipment. I mean, it has dry fit panels and yeah. Yeah, it's like a soccer jersey or a basketball jersey. It's really, really comfortable and durable. and um, It's like 40% polyester now yeah. than the heavy cotton from back then. But it's it serves its purpose. It still kind of – it still gives you the benefit of the oil – spilling just in case like it won't go as deep it will still go but it's not as heavy as the the back cotton from back then so yeah so the chef coat is my low tech innovation on sean's tattoo day <laughs> <laughs> let's take a moment <laughs> everyone has their cup of tea oh wow Let's make our way past the sand sculpture. Oh, snap. 
and enjoy this guided tour into Casey's Zen Garden. Wow, that was um, that was delightful, Sean. Thank you. I want to do you know, I want to do that. I want to like make the rock garden and you know break <laughs> <spray> the sand <laughs> with my rake. I think it's called a a lute. See? I think that's what it is. A big stick or some hey. crap. Put me on, man. It looks okay. <laughs> So the whole purpose, oh, a backstory on that, the, the Japanese have this thing with writing calligraphy on sand for some reason, and it gives them, it gives them zen, because they can just focus on the one thing, and you can, you can see it right away, so it's, it's a visual, but it, the practice in itself is really hard, because the sand, or even if you do calligraphy in itself, the, the slightest movement will make the sand kind of jiggle. And on paper also, so you want to have the cleanest stroke. So that's why I would do the classics. But for the Zen Garden, though, and I, I mentioned this to you, it's important to take time to reflect. And I and I will keep saying this every time that this happens because we we go so fast into our lives, we don't even take a moment for ourselves to just kind of stop and just really be attuned to what's happening. So what I like to do in the restaurant. And, I, and I've told this to Sean quite a few times, and he sees me. He sees me kind of do it every once in a while, if it's if it's busy. I will take a cup of tea, and just keep silent and just just drink it and have like a moment to myself to to reflect. Like yesterday, we were. It was just it was just us for like a couple hours, pretty much. Like there was no there's nobody there. I had a cup of tea brewing at the other side, and every every kind of moment I would go over and sip to kind of clear my brain because we were running the entire time even though we had a lot of people on yesterday i was fairly busy with the managerial stuff especially with the numbers and everything else going around um and the vacation also so there's a lot of there's a lot of back stuff coming in uh going into it because sean i'm actually gonna leave him for two weeks by himself so he's yeah he's he's already and prepared so i'm just kind of making sure everything is up and buttoned and everything so that's the zen garden uh benefit tip take a moment at least two or three minutes to yourself to get you into a zone to reflect on what your day is so yeah and gratuitous asian music in the background also <laughs> <laughs> now sean here's the segment what we call 20 minutes now the 20 minutes is instilling something new and something different that we can do in our spare time, I, I mentioned this to you. I had a, a doc uh, back in college where, where if I wanted to learn something new, I would take twenty minutes to myself on a daily to to focus on that one. Uh, either if it's a new skill like cutting or chopping onions or some junk, or uh, maybe shooting with your left hand, which I often did in basketball quite a few times. Um, or even if it's like if you wanted to to break dance. Or some junk, which I did. I thought I was a b-boy, Sean. When I was, when I was in high school, I was like, "Oh man, I want to be a Jabberwocky." This was before Jabberwockies was a was a thing. I wanted to I wanted to be a break dancer, but it just didn't pan out, you know. Because I, I think I hit my head once, and I'm like, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a harsh one. But anyway, Sean, what has your twenty minutes been? My 20 minutes literally has been 
time management. And it's funny that you Ooh. you kind of bring up the fact that you're going on vacation because I'm going to follow up on that a little bit later with our like our outro. But mm. taking the 20 minutes to realize like what 20 minutes actually is. It doesn't seem like a yeah. lot of time, but it is a lot of time if you break it down and you hold fast to some sort of schedule or ritual. So that's been my yeah. 20 minutes is like realizing, well, I know you're going to go just for two weeks. And I've been in a position before where the restaurant's kind of been um, in my dominion for yeah. that period, you know, covering other people's vacations and such. But I know that there's a lot that you do. And mm-hmm. I know that it's going to be a lot that I have to do. Yeah. So being really accountable to the 20 minutes that I have, even if it's five minutes here and five minutes there in and around all the other responsibilities that I have is key. So that's what my 20 minutes has been is literally going, okay, I have this, I need to accomplish this, 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 and this, and then reflect on, you know, sometimes you hit it, sometimes you don't, but at least you can go, all right, well, where could I have been more efficient here? Or where didn't I give myself enough time here to make sure that Mm. things get done? Yeah. You know, you you will find, and actually, if you ever see me just kind of to myself, I I talk to myself a lot, like a lot. And especially when I'm by the clipboards, I'm always always just kind of, okay, I did that, I did this, I I checked this, Sean's going to have this. Oh, he has to take care of that, blah, blah. Like if you ever buy me and you you kind of look at me and just, it, it looks like a weird occasion, but that's how my brain functions. So I realized, <clears throat> and I think it was a study from a while ago too, that the more senses that you use to, let's say you needed to be reminded of something, the more senses that you use to get to, to achieve that or meaning to write it down to make you remember, the better it is you're going to remember it because you're using so many more senses meaning uh you're the the you're using your eyes you're using your touch you're using your smell you're using your taste you're using all the senses that you can to remind you of self, uh, yourself uh for that one specific moment the better it is that you're going to remind yourself so i oftentimes i i will twirl something on my hand i will write it down i will speak out loud i'll make sure i see it and then make sure, I mean, sometimes I'll chew on something just so I can remember as many times as possible, as many senses as possible, so I can remember that one thing. So that's like my little pro tip. And I, I, I typically do remember, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I still forget. Well, that makes a lot of especially, sense. Yeah, especially if I don't write it down. That's like the main thing. The main thing. And for, for myself, at least what I have been doing is, and I think you you noticed uh, even when we were in the restaurant the other day is I set myself a million alarms on my phone. Yeah, a million alarms I see that. because in the restaurant it's super noisy and you can get mm. distracted, especially in our position, by all the different requests from your attention. Um, yeah, active and passive. You know, people are even if you think you're going to have a moment to yourself, someone is going to come in and kind of break that up with a legitimate question. You know, <laughs> so. I set myself in a, a multitude of alarms and like kind of fold back on that. And again, yeah. I didn't even think about it, but it works in the same way, right? It's like I have like the yeah. sound of the alarm, the vibration of mm. you know, the buzzing in my phone, 
in in my pocket. So again, it just kind of snaps me back to go, oh yeah, no, you have this. And then yeah, you're using your sense of smell, especially when you're like cooking. Oh man, okay, yeah, that bread is about to be done. Like, okay, that was six minutes. Okay, let's get back over yeah. there and do this and spin back and do that. This rice is about to like you, you're gonna have to, or rather, I'm going to have to be a bit more proactive about time yeah. management because you know, for the most part it's just gonna be me and um, yeah. i know that first week of the two weeks that you're away we're gonna have some hands from our sister store but mm. the week after that i don't think we're gonna have as much help so that's what my yeah, 20 minutes be just... been based around cool it's uh I think you got it. It's just no. a lot, but once you get a once you get a grasp of it, it will it will become second nature. Sure, sure. And again, just time shifting the when I'm physically in the building is going to have a lot to do with that too. And also, again, what I realized was you have more time than you think you do. More often yeah, than not, a lot more. You know, mm-hmm. even even Sunday night when we were kind of getting the restaurant ready so that everyone who wanted to go to the bowling night could go it's just hey no you have these hands you have these capable people you have yourself you can get it done definitely can get it done it's just the amount of time you want to put into it that's how you're going to get it done and that's a that's a tall task to to put together it's like does this really do i really want it so i'm going to put all my time and effort to it so yeah i'm with you now, at least for the 20 minutes that I've been doing, so I, I mentioned this to Sean last week where I've been doing the Fiverr thing. So Fiverr is a, uh, a, a web service where you can kind of sell your skills for a set amount of, uh, for, for monetary um, gain. And I, I'm now doing uh, audio editing. So I've been doing, I got two requests so far. I finished them and uh, people seem to do like it. So I put in for an audio editor for a podcast. And it's going pretty well. It's pretty cool. And, you know, we've only been doing this for quite a bit. And I've been doing the editing for a solid, a solid year now. So I think I pretty have a good grasp on it. And it's, you know, just all up from there. So my 20 minutes revolved around uh, getting or talking to people with inquiries or giving them tips and tricks on the Facebook page. So... Yeah, that's what I've been doing on my 20 minutes. Nothing too fancy, but it's a new more, uh, it's one new avenue that I'm trying out so we can get it um, all together. I want to make a little bit of money doing the editing. So, and I, and I love it. I I dig it completely. It's always fun too, to remove the, the, the likes, the ums, the ahs, the excessive pauses. Some people have different habits and the, the one podcast I did, this guy would always do the, uh, you know, <laughs> that's his pause, Sean. Every time he talks, he would do that. It is the most annoying thing. <laughs> I'm like, who pauses that way? Like, what's going on? But yeah, <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. Oh, well, anyway, on our final closing, Sean, do you have any final tips? I do. This is this is something so we can give the audience a little get go, a little snippet of what they can, of what they can, you know, learn 
I hope for more of this segment. No sleep till. Uh, like um, er, uh, like uh, er. I'm just making this harder for you to edit out. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it in. And I'm not gonna. I'm not even. Thank you. I'm gonna it. sound like an asshole now. <laughs> <laughs> so my final tip is, we're wrapping up the summer. Uh, so hopefully that meant. Uh, the viewers or listeners got a chance to go on a vacation. Yeah. I know that you're about to go on vacation and that's super, super, super duper important. Um, mm. I know that that is a luxury that most of the world does not get to take advantage of the idea to stop your work so that you can play for an extended amount of time is it's a privilege. It's a privilege. So yeah. You, you got to respect that privilege and hopefully when you're on a vacation, you can go and do something that's going to expand your horizons. Um, one thing I like to do when I go away is I try to find home somewhere else. And yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean I'm just looking for a place that's just like where I currently live. I mean, in some respects, I like to do that. I mean, in particular, I do like to go and find the local graffiti of wherever I happen to touch down. And sometimes it's a bit harder in, in some places than others. Mm. But particularly what I'm saying by finding home is making the new culture a part of a part of yourself. Like you're going to go yeah. someplace and you're going to experience new culture and you're going to learn something about it. And that should enhance who you are. And then, you know, you're going to yeah. take that and it's going to be, it's going to make you, you whole. So while you're away, you also got to remember that you are an ambassador of wherever you're from. Yeah. Um, people are going to come and they're, they're going to have their preconceived notions about people or, you know, the lifestyle of people wherever you happen to be from. And it doesn't, you don't even have to kind of escape the continental United States to, to have that experience. I mean, if you... I went to Chicago and I'm from New York and people are like, oh, oh, okay. So it's like that, you know, you know? Yeah. So you're, you you got to remember you are an ambassador of wherever you're from. And when you come back from that trip, hopefully you come back with a renewed sense of understanding and purpose. And, you know, that's what fuels you to get back on the grind and work hard and hopefully make it to the next period of time when you get to go on vacation again. Got so it. that's my that's my tip. Go out, nice. go see something. Hopefully, you can go look out over a big body of water, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of remember your place in the in the universe too, man. Like it gets really tough sometimes when you work in, um, you know, in an office or in our case inside a kitchen, and you're not yeah. looking out into the real world, you know. Sometimes when you stare out into like a body of water, you can kind of see the vastness and kind of remember your place. Yeah. Remember your place, man. Drop your ego. My, you know, be in that moment. My favorite is getting, getting up so early, going to work, not seeing the sun. And then you come out from work, you're like, oh, the sun's setting great. That's exactly <laughs> it. And that's, that's, this is what I'm talking about. And it's not to say that yeah. everything you did in between the time you woke up and the time you left work and saw the sun setting or didn't see it setting, 
it doesn't mean it wasn't valid or you didn't do anything, yeah. but you can lose connection with the physical world. I mean, you, you know, you're not going to get the the right vitamins and nutrients from the sun because you were out there, you know, exposed to it. But, you mm. know, when you're on vacation, yeah, it's going to, it's generally cool to kind of go see some touristy things and wait in line and do all that and experience some new food while you're out there. And this is what I'm talking about is yeah. making where you are home you know good food yeah. wherever you get is going to remind you of home and it's going to shape yeah. you and change you and you know you're going to have a greater understanding of how different people kick it in different parts of the country and, you know the planet and in the future out <laughs> 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 in out in space now, Sean, uh, <clears throat> just in closing, and here's uh, I want to do a little another quick segment. This is like off the cuff, but I have a couple of uh, I have a couple of emails. Okay. So just a kind of two quick questions. We'll we'll just do a, a quick re, uh, a quick fire. Let's just say, and it says uh, this is goes from Dave. Hold on, let me just. So Dave says this goes out to the both of you, uh, chefs. What is your favorite knives? Nazi deska. Hmm. That is a good question. I'm assuming I'm assuming it's just like whatever you use quickly or something. So are, are they asking like the particular brand or just knife? Or I think it might it might be brand and knife. I'm not sure, but I'm gonna answer that first. Okay. So I use a my favorite knife is a Santoku knife. I have it here at my house. I it's like an all purpose chef's knife, uh, Asian style. It has a high back. It has a front curved um kind of notch for for filleting and stuff and it's sharp enough on the one edge that you can do a lot and you don't have to mess with it back so for me it's the santoku knife it doesn't matter what brand it is uh, if it's a santoku i'm down so for me i feel like this is a, qu- a trick question because the, <laughs> b- the best knife is the sharpened knife <laughs> yeah yeah that is true that is true available to you um what's the brand that we use at work those are, I forget, but it's it's the same one that you can get on Amazon. It's like the the true diehard one, right? So I'm, yeah, it's like ten bucks or something. So I would go and grab my knife kit because it's it's literally all of thirty feet, but um, that would require yeah. me disconnecting a whole bunch of stuff to get over there. <laughs> but um, I have the same brand that we use at work. But Got it. mine are a bit more substantial, so the handle is has like more weight, and mm-hmm. you know, the knife is a bit heavier. Um, I would say that is my favorite knife. I don't use it often, but I do like the feeling command that I have when I'm when I'm when I'm using that. Well, we can do the other one, but we're a little pressed on okay. time. But thank you for the submission, Dave. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, thank you for the questions. And any other case, if anyone else has any questions, our our email link is on there. But for everybody else, though, Chef's Meal airs every Tuesday with Sean and myself as we talk our way through things and whatever the heck we want. And Thursdays, where I interview other podcasters. If you haven't already, patreon.com slash pork and wine will give you all the extra tidbits that you cannot get anywhere else. And also our email so you can send us uh, some questions. Yeah. So... If you like what you've been listening to, and how could you not, um, 
please just continue to tune in weekly. Share, like, and subscribe to the pod. Support our growing community. And hit us up with any comments or suggestions or anything specifically about food or knives. Um, all links to our <laughs> social media and emails are in the provided links below. Yeah. So make sure you guys send us some questions, some some feedback, anything in particular. It doesn't matter what it is. Just send it over. But specifically for food, though, because we are two chefs. We, we dig what we eat, what we eat, what we love, what we like to do. So other than that, we'll catch you in the next one. Until next time, peace out, internet. Oh!